Welcome back, guys, to another great episode of A Cynical Op. And this one's a good one because it's a fucking hot one. And by hot, I don't mean this one's going to be a good one. I just mean it's fucking hot outside. God damn it, dude, I'm dying out of here. Ugh, dude, it is like, yes, it's obvious. It's fucking hot everywhere you go. It's hot. I don't want to be fucking, you know, Chris Rock's character in Pootie Tang, but it is fucking hot, dude. Apparently... La, was it two weeks ago the the day the week of fourth of july it was like the four hottest recorded days fuck you know your boy was working on and then july 4th was like the all-time high which every year it's getting higher right every year they're saying like it's it's fucking getting hot you know but <clears throat> i don't know man like what, what is this global warming is this just what happens like is this just the next era of our earth is just like a fiery hellscape you know but if that's true i don't know maybe they'll make cars more uh what do you call it like more uh resistant to heat i don't know what it is we'll have to invent it it'll be like one of those apocalypse we'll be like in the year 3023 earth uh, you know went into a fiery hellscape the humans were able to adapt but the ones they call day walkers are literally people that are on fire you know he started off like normal and then he went kind of british um <laughs> in the year two, 2027 the sun got really fucking hot like i mean not like regular heart, but absolutely fucking brain melting. So the government intervened and gave us like these really cool looking visors to protect us from, you know, from the sun. And, and people started wearing them like they did in the 90s, upside down with spiky hair gel. <laughs> you know, you know that look, dude? Like, ah, oh, I wanted a visor, man. I wanted a fucking visor when those came out. And yeah, I wore it upside down because, yeah. You know, I look like a fucking idiot. And I mean, that goes with fashion. Do, do I look like an idiot now? What I'm wearing? Yeah, probably, dude. You know, but I don't think it'll get as bad as wearing the upside down visor, you know, which kudos to the guy who came up with that. Honestly, like shouts out to you. I mean, you you an innovator were just wearing uh, a visor. You were just like, yeah, this is cool. But what if I turned it upside down? You know, and, and the great thing about a visor, same effect, you know, it's going to only protect your face, really. I mean, of course, if you turn it around and you put it sideways, but and then shouts out to the ones who did it <laughs> upside down and to the side. Oh, God damn, dude. Uh, if I saw you with that, I'm like, you left the house like I was wearing it upside down, but like front or back. <laughs> doesn't make it better but the dudes who did it to the side were like extra like yo dude this is fucking fresh this is fat you know whatever whatever the answer is but uh what's it called <laughs> i uh i think back dude and i'm like I, and you know what i would do i would i would wear i would wear the hat upside down to the side just to see like in the mirror i'd be like oh yeah all right this is cool or whatever, but, uh, yeah, damn it, dude, I forgot to turn that off, anyways, uh, but I would never go out in public with it, you know what I mean, I'd, I'd only keep it, like, 
I'd only uh, do this. I would only do that in the house for sure. Not something that took out, but so, dude, I missed a week, um, and then uh, what? Uh, you know, sometimes you know the you know the reasoning. Work gets busy. I don't. I can't make time to, and 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 sometimes we go we go a week. We miss a week, but um, if you're listening to this and you've already heard the 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 blink. Uh, me and my wife road trip pod on the way to Blink, and um, I mean, dude, I gotta say that trip, like, it was a success at the end of it, dude. I had this feeling of like, I don't know if it's Houston, I don't know if it's a big city, because when I go to San Antonio or Austin, I don't get this vibe. Maybe because I've been there a lot, San Antonio and Austin, it's a very familiar landscape, and Houston is so fucking goddamn huge that. I don't know, man, it's like a vibration, it's like a feeling I get in that city where I get on edge, you know, um, dude, downtown Houston is fucking beautiful, they've done, I, I, I don't know when the last time I was even there, but, dude, downtown Houston is fucking nice, like, um, the hotel we were at, uh, we got, we had to do valet parking, I don't know if we brought that up, but, dude, that was the first time I ever had to do valet parking, and I didn't know how to act, you know, I was like, uh, here's my keys to my car, random person. Like, dude, Hispanic people for sure, like, we don't fuck with that. Like, and I hate to be one of those, like, Hispanic Mexican people don't do this. And, you know, I hate to be one of those people, but, like, truly, fucking truly, like, my, my growing up and my mentality in my family was like, no, like, don't pay for that extra shit. Just go do it yourself, you know? And so parking a car, having somebody park your car for you is way beyond like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can park my own car. But I asked the guy when I pulled up, I was like, hey, is this just valet? He goes, yeah. I was like, well, where where can I park? Where can I park this car? He goes, oh, no, like you give me the keys. I'll do it. I was like, so I cannot park my own car. He was like, nah. I was like, great. You know, because I knew right there. I was like, all right, this is going to cost some money, which is fine. But it's also like, I wish I had known that booking the hotel was something they didn't, because they said parking provided. They didn't say valet parking, you know. Now I got to fucking call and do research. It's like, hey, do you, do you guys, do you guys do valet? You know, it was just something new for me. I don't know. I, I've never, never done it. Um, I see people at like the malls doing it. I'm like, really? Like you just can't park your own car and walk into the fucking mall, like. There's some things they need to take away from us, dude. I swear to God, like, they, like I understand being comfortable and, and all that shit. But, like, once you told people, like, no, don't worry, I'll park your car for you. No, don't worry, I'll wipe your ass for you. It's like, dude, we need to relax. There, There's some great luxuries out there. Some of them need to stay. Some of them need to go. One of them being valet parking. Let people park their own fucking cars. They're not special. It's just, like, I mean, dude, it's, like... <sighs> Come on. Anyways, the hotel was great. Uh, you know, the, it just sucked. I forgot, like, being in the busy city, we were downtown Houston, and, dude, ambulances, like, just go, and since you're confined between, like, buildings, that sound echoes up. So I was like, you know, it's like, fuck, man. Uh, we were on the 10th floor, which freaked me the fuck out. I'm like, I've only, I've only been to three a three floor, like, you know, never have I ever fucking been past the fifth. Like, I don't even think I've been in hotels taller than three stories, dude. But they were like, yeah, we got one on the 10th story if you want. And I was like, okay, 
I guess. I mean, uh, well, my wife agreed to it quickly and I freaked out and I was like, ah, I guess, I guess. She was comfortable with it, but I was like, at first I was kind of freaking out. I was like, dude, there's a fire. We're kind of fucked, right? I mean, we're on the, we were on the top floor. And although you think that sounds great, it was just okay. But if there was a fire, I gotta climb 10 flights of stairs. Fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, but after a while, when we finally got to the show, all these, all these nerves had calmed down. I don't know, man. I just fucking, I'm on edge. I was on edge for some reason. And I get like that maybe with events or, or, um, you know, places I got to be like, um, like this venue, like I don't know where to park. Like it's all very unknown. And I guess I get worried about it. And I was just, I, I dude, fucking, I was, I was on edge for a little bit. Um, but once we got in the venue, dude, had a couple drinks in me. Oh fuck. It was, it was great, dude. And I know we recapped you know, the show experience, but I'll give you a little bit more of a taste. Okay. First off turnstile. God damn it, dude. Like that. I'm so glad I saw them, but I will definitely be seeing them in a, in a different setting because first off, like everybody there is late to early thirties, maybe even mid thirties. Okay. Yes. There's older people, but I'm just saying majority. If we had to take a poll, majority would be that. And with the exception of a few younger kids, obviously. But when Turnstile goes on normally at their shows, that shit gets crazy. You're talking about like like 18s to like 23s that go and they fucking lose their mind. And that, it looks great, dude. The energy looks great. It was all good. But, you know, the show here, they're playing in an arena and people are like, like they're, they're banging their head or like they're, you're throwing up the rock symbol, which is, which I fucking hate, dude. That's <laughs> one of my pet peeves. Is like uh, when they throw the horns up, dude. I'm like, oh my god, like just fucking, I don't know, move around, show them you you like the music, like just like, dude, like to me that what that does, <laughs> what that shows, like, dude, you guys are rocking right now. You know, that's a, that's the international symbol for like you guys rock, and I and it just sounds. It just not even sounds, it just looks ridiculous. Like I hate that. Like it's like a 13 year old. You know, takes a photo, he throws that, that symbol up. <laughs> so anyways, um, Turnstile killed it. I, fuck, man, like I cannot speak more highly of them. One thing I noticed that they did, which uh, I kind of hate, but it, I, I get it. Okay, so I want, I want, me and my wife wanted to go buy merch from Turnstile, no question. I was going to buy a Blink shirt to like document the tour. It's what I've done now for the past three times i've seen him and 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 we're gonna get some turnstile merch dude when we pull up dude they only had a hoodie and a long sleeve and i think a bucket hat and something else i don't even know they had like very limited very limited um merch and i was kind of like man look i don't know them i don't know their thinking but to my thinking i felt like oh man these guys didn't want to bring their full merch because you know it's an arena thing it's like these are people who are if they like your band they'll buy it because it's there but i feel like they brought merch that was kind of like if you see these people wearing this merch just know they saw turnstile with blink like they didn't go to a true turnstile show they just saw turnstile with blink it kind of it's kind of what it feels like almost like a walmart exclusive if you will you know it's like a target exclusive where they're like no 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 you you saw us 
but the setting was a little different, you know, which I, but you know, that's my insecurity. That, that's my thinking, thinking that like some, you know, a band like that one would personally take out a vendetta against people who went to go see them live in an arena. And because the atmosphere doesn't call for thrashing or uh, crowd surfing, they were like, let's make specific merch sets so that people know that these guys only saw us at our most like, uh, at our most, what do you call it? Like numbest, you know what I'm saying? As far as like crowd uh, participation is, it was very, you know, null. It was just there, you know? So, but again, I love the fucking merch. I bought the merch. I bought the turnstile merch. It was like, it was a gold mine to see these guys and to fucking get something from the show. You know, I just never knew when I could, could see them or get away to go see them. So the fact that they went on tour with Blink, Obviously, I know Tom was a big fan. Uh, Mark is a big fan. I think it was a no-brainer for them to bring these guys on tour. They played a lot of the the Glow On album, which is fine. I, w- I really wish they would have played some stuff from the other uh, from the other albums. Maybe some Gravity, you know, Death Grip. That would have been really nice. But again, not the right setting, you know. But I think a lot of people would have gotten the wrong idea. But Glow On has a, a lot of heavy, a lot of heavy uh, drops and um, parts in it, so it, it was good. Um, Dude, I mean, they were just, they were, fuck. I don't know any other band right now, including Blink, who brings energy like these guys do. Like, it was, it was, it was incredible, dude. I can't speak more highly of them. If you, if you want to check them out, check them out. If you, dude, go see them live. It was, I mean, like I said, the setting was so crazy, but they were amazing. The energy was off the charts. The only other group, and I've said this to my friends and my wife, the only other group that I saw that brought almost a similar energy, similar energy was Under Oath back in 2007, you know, when they were at their peak. I mean, they put on a fucking show, but man, Turnstile, hands down, is the best performance, live performance I have seen in a long fucking time. And those dudes, dude, they've been on tour for like two, three years, man. Two, I'll, I think two, but... And they, they, looks like they bring the energy every fucking night. Shouts out to them. They deserve everything they're getting right now. I mean, I hope they're getting paid fucking dumb, ridiculous, you know, while being on tour, not even spending a dollar, like, at, you know, at home, they got money just stacking up. These guys deserve every fucking dollar. They make great music. They fucking amazing performance. It, it was, it was, it was great, dude. They were like, Obviously, going from Blink was my main goal, but seeing them was such a nice little, like, added bonus. It was it was great, honestly, man. So, I just want to give... I just really wanted to, like, talk about those guys because those guys are fucking awesome. And, you know, to my wife, she thinks Franz wasn't pointing at your boy, but I was, yeah, I was yelling at him, and I feel like he saw me. Franz, super sick, dude. Like, fucking... It was awesome. And, you know, he noticed your boy. He, he was shouting him out. But yeah, dude, that, you know, after the show and everything, we, we, you know, we relaxed, we calmed down, everything felt great. We went to this breakfast spot in the morning that was, it was the best breakfast I've ever had. <laughs> like, I, I know that's so like cliche or so like, you know, dime a dozen to say, but it's like, that was the best breakfast I've ever had. And I still think about it every morning when I make my own breakfast and I go, this isn't as good. But yeah, man, it was a all in all. I mean, just to give more, a little bit more of a recap, that trip was amazing. Seeing them was amazing. I mean, that you know, who knows? Who knows when the next time? And I'm glad. And I got to see it with one of my best friends too. 
like it was great you know i took my wife my best friend was there his girl was there it was it was a it was a great it was like perfect it was it was the scenery to see blink in it was awesome man and um hopefully soon we could uh, do that again all right let's keep the pod rolling though uh so because i missed a week this typically means that your boy has like a a plethora of topics to talk about so um you know some of it's news some of it's just my own observations of things so look i've been seeing this and i think i talked about it i don't know how long ago what doesn't even matter let's 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 re-educate dude what is it with the audacity okay say it with me the audacity of somebody putting on their car because this is this is what sparked this this topic for me was i saw on a car that said fund my graduation trip and then put either like a i think it was a cash app tag on on their car now out of out of pocket fucking for sure because fuck you I don't have to fund anything, you know. Now I know it's a it's a uh, it's a suggestion, right? They're telling you, "Hey, if you'd like, donate to my graduation fund." Dude, I don't fucking know you, okay? Like, dude, the balls on people to be like, "Hey, give me money. It's my birthday." You know, when they post their cash app on Instagram or something, like, dude, where do you get off? Like, even on the chance that somebody's like, "Cool, I like you a little bit." They send you $5. Dude, I would have rather you just told me happy birthday. Okay? $5 on my birthday is basically a slap in the face. Now, now, look, I'm not saying I wouldn't be grateful to get $5. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if I put it out there, you're expecting people to fucking flood your cash app with money. That's my thinking, right? My thinking goes these people think that if they put their tag on the back of of a car that says it's my birthday cash at me venmo me fucking zap zap me fucking doodle wo- like doodle woodle me whatever like whatever new app comes out that like has that you can exchange money you know they'll just they'll just put it on their car and be like pay for my life you know and i hate this shit dude i hate it because f- like somewhere along the line i guess it was with my generation it dropped off to the point where it's like Oh, there is no need to go out and work and f- and and work for the shit you want. Ask others to do it. Now you know how you feel about the tipping thing. This has nothing to do with that. But from the business point, I would say they're like, "Oh, we'll just have people pay your salary for you by tipping." In this case, they're going, "Oh, I'll just have other people pay for my trips, my my my, you know, my surgeries, my whatever whatever inconvenience." Now, God forbid you have to rely on on uh on gofundme for you know for the serious things like medical things now that one i'm not too that that one's not bad right because look for the most part america set up kind of shitty we're like even if you have a decent job uh, one medical bill could set you back for fucking years now like gofundme is a great way gofundme used to be a website where uh it was gofundme and kickstarter 
was you would go there because you had a business proposal and you were like, I can't get loans from banks. I have nobody to turn to for money. I believe in this product. I believe I can get it there. You know, give me money and then I will give you. I think at you know some companies had you got like a, per, a percentage of the company. You know, it was very small. Depending on what you gave, you know, uh, they could give you more. Right, some of it was like we'll get you first products, T-shirts, whatever. And the higher in scale you donated, the, the the more you got invested in it. Now that is a great, honestly, it. I think it is a great site, a great company to be like, yeah, like we will help start your company. You know, people who believe, who also believe in a set product, will will help you. I even believe that's how Super Troopers Two got funded was through fan donations. Now. Yeah, no, it was Super Troopers 2, so we were all hoping the follow-up would be great. I don't know if it was. I don't even remember it, but look, that was cool. They they got a movie funded uh, through through fans, uh, crowdfunding, whatever, and people got, like, producer tags on the movie, which is fucking awesome. Uh, you know, these are the things that the things should be used for. Now, I believe Kickstarter and GoFundMe are strictly, like... Hey, what's up? I work 40 hours a fucking week. I still can't make enough to to cover a simple doctor's charge. Please help me out. And that sucks. You know, I think the majority of GoFundMe is basically somebody died in my family. I can't cover the funeral costs or I'm in the hospital now. Help me. And of course, to those, it's like, yeah, you know, everybody needs help every now and again. So people go and they donate, which is great. Those are things that I guess like you know, when people are in need and it's so fucking crazy how like <laughs> the government or whatever, whatever medical, you know, uh, organization we have set up to help people get the help they need is like, no, you help each other. Fuck off. You know, like, and so, so those I, I'm never against. I'm like, I understand it. It's fucking rough out here. Great. But when you say help fund my graduation trip, I got to say, dude, go fuck yourself. If you planned on having, like, did you have the idea in one day and you were like, hmm, instead of working for this, let me put my display on the back of the car, which was a, which was a nice car, by the way. I'm like, fucking sell your car then, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pissed, dude, because it's just people assuming others will pay for the shit you want. That's not how shit works, man. Like, it's easier and I get it. I was 20. I was 21. I thought maybe, you know, you, you you have these ideas of like, what if we do this? And and it's great. I mean, shit, dude, the guy who rode his bike from uh, across country barely was funded enough to, you know, to – and he was doing it for like AIDS or cancer or something. So it's like who th- – what the fuck makes you think random people who don't know you, they're only seeing the back of your car, are going to fund you a trip? Like why would we do that? What have you done for us? You know, it's better if you were behind uh, some sort of, you know, dividing table in which I give you money for a coffee and then that's how you get your trip. You know, it's fucking crazy how how the Internet has given people ideas of like, I no longer have to do it one way. I, I don't have to go work a job. I have a cash app tag that I'll just put on the back of my car and people should give me money for that, you know. It's like, no, dude, you know what? As a matter of fact, if I see that car, I'm like, I'll send you a dollar in cash. I'm like, if you want more, you know, go fucking clean my house. You know, get on Fiverr. You know, Fiverr is a website where you can uh, 
say you'll do like random tasks, whatever, for a certain amount, like whatever. It, at least you're trying to get your money. You know what I mean? Like I would respect and you would too. The person asking for this money would be like, dude, if you worked hard for it and you got the money and you saved up for the trip, like and especially like a graduation trip from what college? High school, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know, I think maybe it was college. But it's like, dude, why didn't you work the whole time? Oh, I can't work, man. I'm busy uh, with school and stuff. Okay, that's fine. You don't get to go then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if your parents aren't funding it and you didn't have time for a job, you don't get to go. That's how it works, dude. If you don't have the money for something, you just don't get to go. But somewhere along the lines, I feel like Gen Z, the, the generation after us, was like, no, fuck it. Like, I'm going to find another way, which I understand. In the in the land of OnlyFans and streamers and YouTubers, I get it. It looks like making thousands to a millions of dollars is easy, which is so fucked up for them because now their whole mind is skewed to be like, why do I have to work 40 hours at Starbucks when somebody my same age is making $11 million off a of video? I get it. It seems fucked. And it is, right? There's no right reason why entertainers get paid this amount of money doing you know almost zero work let's be honest sure they write great music and sure they perform amazing on stages but ideally for most of the day they got about an hour and a half worth of work and they get paid upwards of thousands to millions of dollars to perform it's not right but that's just the way it is so when i see shit like that dude i'm like no and dude the instagram one is even worse because it's like dude I don't fucking – the fact that I barely have you on Instagram as a friend, just that is my present to you, you know? Not that I'm the present, but I'm not going to send anybody fucking money that is just an Instagram friend on there. And I would be – dude, if you do this, fucking please let me know in the in the Spotify question asker thing. Be like, I give money to random ass people on Instagram when they post their – their cash app tag or on vehicles. Cause dude, I'm really interested in knowing this. This is this is it's fucking mad, man. It's mad. Okay. Like, just go out and work for like I remember and I fucking I know I sound like an old guy saying this, but like, dude, one summer, me and my homies went to go cut grass for like, you know, whatever we needed, like skateboard shit, like we needed new skate decks, whatever, shoes. We were like, let's split the money, it's all good. I mean <sighs> But that whole that whole go to out and go get it and do it yourself kind of mentality, I get it is skewed with this next generation because it's like, yeah, but fucking this guy started a podcast and and he made you know millions instantly because he had a following on Instagram. Yada yada yada. I get it. I I, I completely understand. It's not fair, but that's just the way it is. But again, there are helpful ways to get to get there too. You know, um, like I said, there's Fiverr. I'm pretty sure that, oh, TaskRabbit is another one. Like, get on these sites that I know it sucks. But, dude, like, again, if if all this shit was around, obviously, I'm never going to do that shit. I'm just going to go work my job and and hopefully climb that ladder like that. But I'm, like, if you're TaskRabbit, I mean, dude, literally, there's so many apps that you could do that could get you paid. Like, you got DoorDash, Uber Eats, fucking this TaskRabbit, Fiverr, you know, whatever. You can get on these apps. Go fucking try it. You know, go do it. I guarantee that trip or that thing you wanted would would have been so much better had you just worked for it. So please, if you're listening and you're one of these fucking people, erase that shit off your car. Don't post that shit on Instagram. Like that is 
God damn it, that's so annoying as fuck. If people want to give you a gift for your birthday or think you deserve something, they'll give it to you. You know what I mean? But this out-of-pocket fucking talk of like, just send me money. It's my fucking birthday. It's like, mm, get the fuck out of here, dude. That shit needs to die off for real. Like, I ain't giving nobody nothing for nothing, dude. I'm sorry. Like, if I don't know you, if you're not a close family member, you're not a best friend, I'm sorry. I can't. That's a waste, dude, honestly. Dude, and uh, <laughs> look, there. this one's going to be a quick one because I don't know. I, I've been seeing this a lot. But do you guys see these fucking commercials on Instagram? I don't know. They're not commercials. They're posts, I guess, where they're – I don't know. I don't know if this is real. You know, like they go – are you taking advantage of the new American being alive as an American in 2023 bill where it says that you can claim $2,000 if you just go to this web? Like, and it looks legit because it, it has like a newscast, newscaster person on it. And I'm like, is this bullshit? You know, because they make it seem like, hey, just go on this web, this government website, say you were born and we'll give you $2,000. But even if this is real, I feel like there's always strings attached. Just like when they gave the, um, what was it? The, uh, the money during the pandemic, the whole $1,200 for four months. And they were like, Oh yeah. Remember that money we gave you? Like, we're going to take that shit back in tax, like come income tax. Yeah. It wasn't for help at all. We just kind of, yeah, we just kind of fronted you your income. So yeah, man, whenever you can though. Yeah. Send it back. And, you know, dude, like so many and – and I see – this is not the only thing. Besides that, there's always like these these people, I guess whatever they're called. They're like um, finance influencers where they're like, I hope you guys are taking taking advantage of this uh, homeowner's uh, bill that just passed. Or, uh, if you own a home before, you know, t- <laughs> 20, 2010 at 11.59 p.m., on March 30th, if you bought a home at that time, you are in comp- you're you're, uh, you're worthy of compensation of up to five million dollars that they'll give you back on a Best Buy credit card. You know, <laughs> it's like just there. They're all no. It's also split between a Bed Bath and Beyond and a Bath and Body Works. So definitely claim that if you're uh, if you're a homeowner before March 30th of 2010 at 11:59 p.m. So I don't know, man. I don't know, like. That's cool if this information is real, but the way they're sending it to us, like, I need somebody to sell it to me straight. You know, when you put all the words on the video and you're just, you're talking in this way that's so not normal to to how people actually talk, to be like, this is what I want. I'm going to give you an example. Hey, what's up? Uh, Yeah, do you own a home? Yeah, you do? Okay, cool. Fucking great for you. All right. Uh, When did you buy it? Was it before this date, you, you piece of shit? Was it? No? Well, fucking keep scrolling then, all right? But if it was, you look. The, the, this the fucking government is giving you money, all right? And um, look, most of it's on a Best Buy card and a Bath and Body Works and uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. But look, fuck it. If you want to take it. If not, I, I don't give a shit, all right? But so if somebody said it like that, I'd be like, damn, this must be fucking real. This guy could give a shit if I know about this information or not, you know? <laughs> But there's so there's just so many of these things like, do I just have money 
lying around somewhere in the world? Like, am I going to find, you know, $20,000 in, in my pants as I'm doing laundry? That's what they make it seem like. They're like, are you guys leaving this, you know, being Hispanic bill that just passed? Are you leaving that money on the table? If you're Hispanic and we test that by taking a prick of your blood and we run it through a machine and they let us know how much Hispanic you are, you're 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 able to compensate up to about ten million dollars. You're like, I I mean fuck, I think I am. I'm dark enough, right? Like let me let me go pull this trigger real quick. And then you get there, <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, we just stopped running that promotion like two days ago. Yeah, no, I mean you look it for sure. You would have got that ten million, but uh yeah, it's like, where does this shit come from, dude? I don't know. I'm just so over these these uh. Uh, you're entitled to compensation because you have two arms, you know, or fucking <laughs> you you uh, passed the fifth grade with a honor roll. Like <laughs> you're you're uh, you're up for compensation. You're like, really? Like, I don't even did I even get the Chuck E. Cheese tokens with that? I mean, they're like, no, no, no. We, we kept record of that and we saw you got the Chuck E. Cheese token. So we do have to take two point five million off. Okay, because the equivalent to the tokens you received in the fifth grade for a honor roll was about two point five million USD. So I'm like, great. If I would have known, dude. Like I see this meme where it's like, I I wish I had saved. I started saving in kindergarten to uh, anticipate the housing market now, which is yeah, which is pretty fucking funny, man. Because it's uh, it's out of control, and I'm not going to talk more about that because I don't know how out of control it is. All I know is that it seems like. The world's on fire, and everyone lets me know. And I got to say, like, dude, you know, I'm in the mentality where it's like, look, if if it's not happening around me in the exact moment, then I got to assume. I got to play ignorant. I got to play stupid. And I got to worry about what's going on right right there in front of me, trying to be born the moment. And so I see all these things. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I can't worry about that. I just got to go to work do my job it's look it is a simple life for me it's simpler and i do prefer it that way because to think that i have some sort of like paycheck at the just just for being alive is is fucking ridiculous they they make it seem like that but no man you just got to go out do what you're doing you know do the, the the best job you can and and you know hopefully you know the where you work notices you, you, you climb that ladder and you're appreciated. I mean, th- these are all great things. It all, it always comes, the feeling, it always feels better when you want to turn that way, you know, versus like, just send me money. I like cash app. Cause I'm a person that wants money, you know, fucking out of here, dude. I'm over that shit. Dude. So apparently, um, we've got a internet, <clears throat> apocalypse to worry about now without knowing too much i'm gonna i'm gonna really try to see what um what they're trying to let me see so so nasa says that um a strong solar storm could hit earth a rare event that has not happened in the in- interconnected world so far causing widespread internet outage there were... so um so look a long time ago they talked about like uh i was watching this discovery channel show and they talked about like solar flares and how like a strong enough solar flare given off by the sun could like cause it, it could be like a essentially like a huge emp on the world 
causing power outages, um, internet, everything, anything that's controlled by electricity, maybe even battery, you know, just a complete stop on, on what we use and do. <clears throat> but in this case, I guess it is a, so, uh, a solar storm, right? Is that what I read? Yeah, solar storm. So having to deal with the sun. Uh, let's see. Um, See. Terms like internet apocalypse have caught blah blah blah. Okay, NASA has not yet commented on the possibility of the end of internet being caused by the 2025 solar storm. Great, um, but people started discussing what the always online tribe will do if such an event takes place. But is it just hype? Yada yada yada. Let me see. So, you know, just like a good article, it doesn't tell you shit. And so that's always great, you know? Let me, let me go to another one. But so now we know it's a solar storm. And that, and those things I've, I've been aware of. Um, but, you know, so I guess one of these one of these solar storms would come. And, and if I don't know why it would just strangely affect the internet. Maybe because of the satellites we have orbiting Earth. But... You know, you, and I and I was reading a lot of comments on this, and I was like, you you see people like, good social media gone. We don't fucking need it. Look, first and for first and first, mostly, homie, you can delete that shit. Okay, like if it's if it's that addicting to you, just delete it. I don't know. You don't need an internet apocalypse to like cure your uh, internet addiction. You know what I mean? Just hey, just delete it. You know, you can. Hold your fucking uh, app icon down on your phone and just hit X and it's gone, right? So there's no need for internet apocalypse <clears throat> for you to be stoked about, right? So second, in those comments, you see people like, good, needs to be gone, right? Does it though? I mean, look, besides all the actual bullshit the internet brings, there are benefits to it. Now, if they, if they go, this internet apocalypse is going to knock out anything negative that the internet is doing, then you're like, oh yeah, okay, the negative shit I, I, I want gone, but it doesn't go like that. It gets all wiped clean, right? And you think, dude, let's, you know, I, I joke about having a bit about this where it's like, if the apocalypse happens, the only thing I don't want to do over is CDs, right? Because I don't want to carry a book around. I don't want to have to like put like look through the book to hear one song off the album and then have to, you know, go back to looking for another. It's bullshit. I love the streaming. I love it. It's like I can have anything I'm feeling at that moment. That's the great part about the Internet. So when people think like, oh, this would be great. It's like, do you think, though? Because you have to go back to maps and listening to people with their directions and knowing highways and freeways and streets and people's, Oh dude. I mean, as early as I can remember before, like GPS was like the, I, and I didn't have to experience it too long. Cause GPS probably came into my life around 16, maybe 17, but it wasn't like super widely available, but it was still there. But times before that, when uh, I'd had to go to like birthday parties for friends or some shit and I didn't know where they lived. They're like, okay, you're going to come down this street. And then, and by the way, if you have to be like on the left side, there's an oak tree or some shit. Like, how the fuck do you know that's an oak tree? 
And how would anybody else know it's an oak tree? You know, it's just like there's just say big tree. You know, some people get so specific with their shit. They're like, there's gonna be a car dealership. Look, it's no longer open, but there's cars in there. But don't if you if you go past that, you went too far. Double back down this street, and then and it's like, ugh, fuck, I don't want to do that anymore. Okay, look, life is so fucking convenient, and with convenience comes some bullshit, right? And the bullshit is everything else on the internet, right? The social media, all that stuff. I mean, the black, the, 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 the black web, the dark web, whatever, all that, you know, shit comes along with it, but also GPS marketing for small businesses that helps out. Like, can you imagine having to go back and pass out flyers for your business? Like, or, or how would you even, you got to take out ads in the newspaper, in the phone book, the phone book would become popular again. You know, like we would regress backwards and, um, and I and I know in some thinking you go, that sounds like the dream because the 90s were amazing. But the thing is, like, you now know what we have. And to go backwards, I think, would drive people insane because you would know what you had. You know, in the 90s, in the 80s, whatever, as far back as you can remember, it didn't matter to you because you didn't know what you could have had. So everything then was perfect. Right now, as we live in this moment, as I talk to you, we don't know what we can have or could have, you know, in the future. So we're content with what we've got right now. Like, this is great. And anything else after is like, oh, this is this is even better. But to think about going back in time, technology-wise, I guarantee everybody on that fucking internet comment section, if we can be able to look back at it, what, two years from now, supposedly, 2025? would be pissed they'd be the, i mean like people would be commenting out loud because they would be like i miss the internet and i miss commenting on shit that had nothing to do with me but giving my two cents was everything dude there'd be there'd be there'd be like hysteria there'd be it'd be craziness you know what i mean you can't hope for something like as big as a pillar as the internet to go down what you want is there for to maybe to be some checks and balances, but even then people don't want that. You know, it's all chaotic. What you literally do not want is to be regressed back to a, like 10 years ago. I guarantee it. Not even fucking 20 years ago. How about that? 2003, you don't want to go back to that. I guarantee it. You know? So, I mean, going back to flip phones, I mean, there, I mean, maybe the phone would actually have a purpose, but who knows what the solar storm could do to the, the newest smartphones, whatever. We got to go back to fucking the razor, you know? And so for all those people who say like, this would be a good thing. Just dude, just delete your app, just delete Instagram or whatever it is. That's fucking bothering you. Have some sort of, uh, moderation in your life when it comes to this shit. Don't hope and and pray for a fucking internet apocalypse because sure. If just, you know, <laughs> social media, if, if it did happen and you'd be like, ah, now I don't have to moderate my own self. It's gone for good. You're like, all right, now let me order a pizza. How do I do that now? Sure, you can call, but do phone lines be off the hook? People will be calling in. Everybody's like, I need a fucking cheese pizza today. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But regardless, it's not a good thing. You know, where we're at now, I feel like is, I mean, unfortunately to say this, it's kind of like where we need to be. Um, yes, social media can, can skew things, but that's, look for parents, that's for like you to talk to your kids about like, look, everything you see there is fake. And I know it seems real, 
but like you gotta if 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 the internet is fucking up like messing with your kids in that way you have to have that talk with them and explain to them like look this is what it i know this is what it looks like but it's really not and i can tell you this from experience because i mean look my generation of parents are only going to be the ones to really put this across i mean yes there are some older people who are familiar with the internet but my parents you know that the internet really blew up when my parents were in their 40s maybe you know so i won't say that they don't have an understanding of it but 10 years from now when something new comes i mean like vr and 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 ar augmented reality all that stuff is kind of it doesn't make sense to me and so when my daughter uses it i'm like i don't really get why you know like it's just too submersive for me it doesn't i don't like it right but so i don't understand that but she does and it makes total sense to her so i get that there's a disconnect and there will be a disconnect sometimes but as far as what goes on in the the happenings of the internet i feel like i can come across a little bit better when it when it comes to my kids where it's like hey look I know you feel bad because you see this on the, but just understand that's them on their best day. Those are these people in a moment. They're taking a photo, not only for themselves to tell themselves like, Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. Look at this, but to also tell others and others take that as like, am I not doing fine? Am I not doing good? Which is completely false. I mean, look, unless you're a complete piece of shit, then I don't know what to tell you. But if you're not that, all you're doing is like as a human is trying you're, you're you're waking up you're going out and if sure you can't be in in bora bora near a beach which i don't even know if that's a real place or if they have a beach and and you can't be fucking taking a photo on a swing set tied to a palm tree with the sunset in the back you have drinks on the side you got lobster fucking unlimited lobster on the side of you with fucking butter that never congeals so it always tastes great in a, in a photo and you see that you just gotta understand that's not really that was all set up like, yes, they're there and it happened, but it was all set up to make it look like this grand thing. And they probably went back to their hotel room and cried because they're there alone and they don't know why nobody will love them. Like that's it's all a facade. Right. And so if you and if parents can't do that for their kids and, you know, it's kind of. You have to have that talk, I feel like as long as you do your due diligence and being like, look, the Internet, it's fucking crazy. It's. I mean, it's literally, I think legally nobody should get the internet until they're like, man, minimum 15, 13, but like also be, uh, monitored on it. Like, cause it, this, the shit that they could see is insane. I mean, I know when my, my homie got a computer, which was like, you know, some old shit. I mean, yeah, we did the worst things we could do with it. You know what I mean? We saw shit we were not supposed to, and, and whether or not it, it, did something it just still wasn't good you know um but yeah dude this internet uh apocalypse thing like you can't be fucking dumb and be like this would be a good thing it wouldn't do you need gps businesses need that that traffic for small marketing uh, otherwise they got to come out of pocket to pay another company you know what i mean like th- this has benefited so many people in so many ways that like I mean, so many people have been able to go like independent, be truly be like self entrepreneurs, whether they're like selling their quilts or, you know, showing their butthole, like it's all great. You know, everybody has, has gotten able to do like a side hustle, uh, for extra cash. Like it's made a lot of people almost like take 
you know, grasp of their life, which is great. So that goes away. All that goes away with it. So you can't really be excited for that shit, you know. But I, I understand people do this because they, they're they're themselves are like struggling, and they would think this is the solution. Like, anytime there's a meteorite passing by, people are like, I wish it would hit us, and it's like, oh yeah, would that solve all your fucking problems? You know. Like, is that the thing that would just cure your fucking, your shitty week you had last week is a huge meteorite destroying the planet Earth? No, you're having a bad week, you're having a bad day, shit, maybe a bad month or a year, but all that shit will pass, man. Like, fuck out of here. You know, I used to feel that same way too. I'm like, and I get it because I, I can speak about this shit because I was there, you know. Like, when I was going through a shitty time in my life, I'd be like, you know, if a meteorite hit right now as I'm driving, I would be cool with it. Actual thoughts from my actual brain, you know, because you're going through it and it sucks and it feels like you just want to disappear. You just want to go away, but it's not really the answer. You know, you just got to face your shit and deal with your shit. You know, same thing with this. If, 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 if you don't like social media, get the fuck off it. Nobody's asking you to be on it. Nobody's begging you for your comments. You know, definitely not mine. <laughs> the, the shit I comment on, it's always fun. And it's all, it's only always jokes. Obviously people don't get that. But it's all good. So, anyways, um, no, yeah, internet apocalypse would not be a good thing. It would be, it would be a horrible thing to happen to to us. And uh, yeah, hopefully they figure some shit out. I think NASA's, I don't know, NASA's gonna send like a fucking a tanning bed or a what are those things called? I don't even know what they're called. Like, like women would use to like reflect like fucking sunlight on their skin to get a tan. Just shoot that back at the sun. I don't know. Anyways, um, speaking about the future, man, apparently, apparently, I don't know, who knows, they've, some, somebody, and, and I, I gotta look up the guy, because, <laughs> oh, okay, well, anyways, the news has came in that they are inventing the world's first flying car. Now, let it's not going to be, I don't think, from the photos I've seen, well, okay, these renderings are, like, they make it look like some sort of, like, car of the future. It it looks pretty fucking stupid, to be honest. All, all mock-ups of, like, future cars do. Like, are we all just going to do silver for every car and, like, small LED headlights and, you know, it's like, I don't know. Anyways, um... So it looks like an like an old nineteen like sixty looking car, but like moderate like more modern. I don't know. Anyways, um, so a, a company, Alif Aeronautics, got uh, I, I guess the word would be like permission from the FAA to. Yeah, it's been approved by the FAA uh, to to start making these things to be in the air. The U.S. just certified its first fully electric flying car. And that's another thing I do not like is the fact that it's electric. I think. Um, uh, let me see. I, I love when they put shit you don't even need in articles, but I guess. Um. So it says here, the idea is to combat our climate woes and help uh, commuters avoid congestion. Dozens of companies 
are developing are developing small electric aircrafts to fly them above crowded streets uh which take off and land vertically like helicopters those are typically limited to flying though you can also drive one of the road which means they can travel to and from places suitable for landing pads uh california-based alif aeronautics has now secured a special uh airworthiness certification from the faa in the experimental category for its armada armada model zero a fully electric flying car that takes off and lands vertically this certification does not give alif permission to fly the armada wherever and whenever it wants but it does give them company more flexibility for flights so, you know, in articles, they're always going to say, like, the FAA fucking said it's a go, motherfucker. Now, you always got to read the article. You got to see. And it, apparently, it's just like, yes, you can you can be in the air to test it in a specific area because, like, I fly a drone for work uh, to measure out roofs and stuff. And even on that little drone, it's registered. It's got a chip in it. And it lets you know if you're in areas where, like, planes are flying or, you know, any sort of aircraft is, is going to be flying. So you have to... You can't be certain feet from an airport or like a, a, a flying school or whatever it is, helicopter. It, it lets you know like, hey, in this vicinity, like you can't fly above this many feet and it's, it's all good. So the, the, the sky is already owned. It's already a road. But the flying car, I feel like right now, nah, we don't we don't have it. No, like, sure, they can start it, but like. For people to think that the flying car is coming tomorrow, you, come on. I mean, dude, we barely have figured out, like, automated voices when you call in for your problems at Best Buy or whatever, you know? Like, those things barely can, you know, understand you. So the fact that people think we're going to get a flying car tomorrow, no, it's not going to happen. The, the thing alone costs $100,000. And, yes, I know people, there's people out there who are going to buy it and all that shit. I was like, but even the people who can afford to buy it, I still don't want flying in the air, dude. Like... There's got to be so many, like, restrictions or regulations on this car alone. Like, it's probably got to have some sort of, like, hopefully some sort of, like, parachute thing that'll be, like, you know, because people are going to get fucking drinking, get behind the, you know, like, or what? Do they got to put in flying miles? Like, what, what's the deal? What what do you, what's it going to take to do one of these? Like, what's the extensive amount of time you got to put in to fly one of these things? I think, yeah, it's it was cool to see like the announcement, but it's also like we're years and years away from this actually becoming a thing. Now I could be wrong. I'm not a trend forecaster, but I just don't see a world where like the people who are on the road now can be allowed to drive things that can fall from the sky, dude. Kiss my ass, man. Like no fucking way. Like, I've, I barely trust people to drive. And, and then now I'm like, hey, you want to be above me? And risk it all, you know? <laughs> Fuck that. No fucking way, man. So, I don't know. I mean, look, you know, good on them. I hope it doesn't become reality. Like I said, I do not trust anybody in the sky. And by the way, do me a favor. Because I can't show you right now. Because this is just a an audio-only podcast. Not for long, but for now. Do me a favor and look up the, the, the owner of ALF Aeronautics, and you will see somebody who looks like they keep people trapped in a basement. Dude, this guy looks so fucking weird. He looks like he was in a tool cover band but got kicked out, you know? He looks like he... he. Uh, 
It looks like he created the Matrix, but then also was kicked out and then went to the tool cover band and then got kicked out from there. So he was like, let me take to the skies. You know, that was his next move. This guy looks so fucking weird to me. I don't trust him automatically off. Like, even if that's your guy, dude, make him a little better. I don't trust this guy for shit, man. He looks like he plays D&D exclusively for 13 hours a day. Is that bad? No. But the fact that he looks the way he I don't trust him. I'm sorry. Dude, you could have put a front man. Like, um, put Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray in charge of this shit. You know, let him be the, the face of the company. Not this guy, dude. This guy looks so weird. He look, He does those... Ugh, man, he does those fucking lenses. It looks like he does those lenses that... When you're inside, they're clear, but they're not really clear. They're still kind of tinted. And then when you go out into the sun, they tint darker. I hate them shits. I don't trust anybody who wears them, dude. <laughs> like, ah, uh, dude, he's so weird. And and I swear to God, if they had just gotten Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray to be the front man of the company, I think a lot of people would have been like, oh, my God, that's Mark McGrath. Like, look at this guy. This guy did fucking Sugar Ray. I mean, you know, <laughs> like... The guy, I, I'm sorry, he might be a genius. This is this is true, you know what I mean? And and you know who he reminds me of? Fucking from Grandma's Boy, the dude who, like a robot, like, mm, adios, turn <laughs> I can't even say it. Adios, turn nuggets, you know that guy? He looks just like that guy, dude. I'm, I'm being dead honest. He looks like one of the fucking henchmen in the Matrix, you know? Like, it's creepy. Like, why did they let him go in public like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, shit, even Mario Lopez, dude, one of these guys, let them be the face of this shit. And I guarantee you people would have backed money on this. Don't put the actual guy, man. He's weird, bro. He's fucking weird, you know? When you go, when you tell your friends, like, back in the day, you'd be like, hey, I'm going to invite so-and-so. Nah, man, that guy's fucking weird, man. Like, that's that guy. And he's going to put cars in the sky, man. (laughs) It's fucking weird. (laughs) But look, look him up. Do me a favor. Look him up. See what... Let me know if, well, you can't let me know. Actually, you can't let me know. There's a little fucking comment section in the bottom of the Spotify episode. So, yeah, let me know if he's fucking weird. I don't know. (laughs) And we've reached the rapid fire section of the pod, dude. Now, this only happens once in a while or every other podcast or when I feel like it. Just because I think these topics are, if they go on any further, they'll be irrelevant. So we got to get these in real quick. Just to get my opinion on him. You're ready, set, and at a normal speed, go. So, uh, obviously, threads came in for Instagram's Twitter. That is fucking stupid. And look, it, it proves my point, dude. It proves my point that I know now that there is no other way we can interact online. Like, besides, I guess, heading into like VR social network style. The avenues of which when of which we can communicate because we can only communicate so many ways, right? Like that was it. Like his Mark Zuckerberg's next move was just to make another Twitter, and I even believe I think because because Elon is trying to uh, trying to file suit because I guess some of the people who used to work at Twitter ended up helping Mark kind of create Threads, which. If anything, Threads is just a very expensive, you know, slap in the face to uh, to Elon. I, in all honesty, I cannot, and I 
don't see anybody really using it long term. Like, I could be wrong, obviously, but like, even though it seems like from what I what I'm seeing just online, even though it seems like Twitter's taking a complete nosedive, uh, you know, people still kind of liked the idea of it, meaning like they wanted to stake their claims on that social networking site. And, and although threads is new, I mean, dude, the, the iconic tweet it, he tweeted, tweet me, (laughs) tweet me. Um, those sort of words are like synonymous with Twitter. I mean, it's just, it's just live tweeting, like all this shit. It's, it it goes hand in hand with that. Like, what, what do you do with thread? You thread, Hey, thread me. He's threading right now. Did you see what he threaded? (laughs) <laughs> like it, I don't know. I mean that that aside, that has nothing to do with it. But I'm just saying, like, to to bring a reintroduced Twitter, I feel like not a lot of people are going to go for it now. On the first, yes, they had the 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 record for most signups of a social media app, but it's because it's in that it's in that realm of like, oh, if you had an Instagram, all you had to do was like click a button and it would create their, your fucking threads with you. So everything would seamlessly move over. So if you followed somebody on Instagram, you could you would already be following them on threads if they had a thread. Which is kind of like saying, you know, if you had two companies and you just moved everybody, if you just took everybody's information, like we have a hundred thousand clients here. It's like, yeah, but you had them over there and you just kind of moved them over slowly. So I don't know if that's really to be um to, to be given some sort of uh, definitely it's a footnote in, in the record keeping books, you know, but I don't think it's definitely to be like, this was the fastest I've downloaded. It's got to be something original. You know what I mean? In my personal opinion. So, so yeah, so who knows how long this is going to be a thing. People jumped on. There was for, for a week, it was like, and I haven't seen anything else of it. I know people still made the, the, uh, the accounts and all that, but one thing is for fucking stupid. And, uh, it's, if you delete your threads, you also delete your Instagram and his argument is like, well, because they're interconnected. It's like, dude, what what a great way to hold people hostage socially, you know? That's like <laughs> that's like inviting people to your party, and as soon as they find out it's not cool, you're like, okay, but listen, you leave now. You walk out that fucking door. We're not friends anymore. And it's like, dude, it's not that serious. Like, I just don't want to be here right now. I'm like, we'll still be cool, but just relax. No, no, no. You fucking leave, dude kiss my you kiss that dorito hookup goodbye <laughs> he's like you want doritos you got to go through me now all right and it's just like no dude i just want to i'm tired you know so immediately being cutting all ties if you if you delete your thread you delete your instagram fucking touche mr zuckerberg this guy really knows how to fucking hold a grudge and know how to make people like really pissed that they even tried something new like what kind of shit is that to hold your account hostage to be like well just you know you delete it if you don't like it and you delete it you have to delete your instagram too all the photos and hard work and amount of followers you got and all that shit that's all gone fucking so shitty so who knows it could be around for the another millennium or just die out in the next couple of months i i i see it dying out in a couple of months but you know what do i know i'm not a trend forecaster just me with the podcast 
Next topic. Let's move it along here, folks. Uh, we got, oh, this is a fun one. I love this. I mean, most of you, some of you might not like it or might not know what's going on, but Asics, the shoe brand, is now in skateboarding. I fuck, I'm with it, dude. I love it. I think fucking almost everybody should give it a shot. You know, fucking, you know, Skechers, whatever, Crocs. I would love to skate some fucking rubber Crocs. You know, skateboarding rubber Crocs with the holes in it. They're like, for maximum ventilation, the Crocs skateboarding shoe is brought to you and it also will damage the fuck out of your foot. And it's, you know, it's great. Fuck it. Let everybody get in it. No, in all seriousness, I love, I love that Asics got in it. I think Asics is a, it's one of those low-key shoe brands. I think runners get them, right? They're a running shoe. Also, I've seen them in like mosh pits when people two-step. They have, uh, I guess it's, it makes for a lighter two-step in, in, a, in a punk show or in a hardcore show. You know, they, got, they do the classic, uh, you know, black with white and the gum sole. I guess it makes, it makes for, you know, good, like, slam dancing. I don't know. So that's where I've seen them. And I've seen them like, oh, there's that shoe brand. And, uh, you know, there are some, uh, I guess, shoe collectors that collect them as well. I don't, you know, Asics is just one of those brands where I was like, yeah, cool. That's a shoe. You know, I, didn't, I never thought anything of it. Like, they almost look like uh, if a movie had to cast and, you know, uh, not cast, but like had to have shoes that like nobody would really recognize. That's what Asics looked like to me. But they got into the skateboarding game and I'm, you know, I'm pretty particular on on uh, on these companies because one thing I look for is originality. Right. So like in Converse. Converse is great. It's a, it's a great shoe brand. I fuck with them so much. I, I love them. But you know what they did was they took their classics and they and they beefed them up to make them skateboarding shoes. It's fine. It's cool. But I do I do like to see a little bit of originality when it comes to like you're making a whole new division of, of skateboarding. Which I know I get it. You fucking OG heads of skateboarding. People would skate the Converse. I get it. I know I saw a guy in high school. Or I skated with a guy in high school who would skate like original Converse. And I said, you're fucking crazy because there's, those are the hardest shits to skate. But, like, maybe my feet suck, but this guy was skating. Like, you can feel a fucking pebble through, like, through the shoe of this sole. They're horrible. But the skateboarding ones are a little bit better. They're beefed up to, to, to make for better, obviously, skating impact and all that stuff. So when I look at Asics lineup, I go, I don't really know the brand. But the shoes look decent. I, I will say, the shoes look pretty fucking decent. I'm, I'm kind of stoked that... I want to get a pair. I want to see. There's this, uh, an especially uh, like a a black with white sole pair that I, it looks looks promising. I would like to try it. I'm gonna try them out because your boy is back on skating again, dude. I went skating last weekend. Holy shit, it was fun, man! Like it was, it was, man. Like I hadn't skated in so long, I had forgotten that feeling of. Um, of being in the moment because with skateboarding it kind of demands you to be in the moment right it's like you have to pay attention to what you're doing because if not you're gonna eat shit right and so like it it clears my mind it 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 feels like a complete like mental restart if you know it's just like you you get to not think about anything for that moment and it was it was exhilarating it was fun sweating like being tired doing that it was it was all good trying to get some some tricks back and you know it, it was working out for the most part so um if i come across some of these asics uh, skateboarding shoes in the wild i definitely want to pick a pair up and, and try them out you know 
I mean, nothing against them, dude. I think they're a fine shoe establishment. It's just that that was never a shoe company I ever like sought after. But you know, let's see. This could it could go for a year. I mean, a, a lot of uh, uh, who was the other brand? I know there was like, I know you know who was trying to get in the shoe game, which it just doesn't go with skateboarding. Was K Swiss? There was a skateboarder named Greg Letzka, and he was trying to head the division of K Swiss. He had a pro model shoe out for him, like he was that he was testing, but it just was like not the move, you know. It's like you gotta, it's gotta have already kind of been an establishment. And K Swiss was killing in the '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, fucking K Swiss was doing fine, but I don't think anybody was in the 2010s really wanting a K Swiss shoe. The the brand had kind of lost its luster, I feel like, and nobody really wanted to fuck with it. It was oh, the other brand was Puma. Puma was the other brand that this guy, Joey Brzezinski, which, look, nothing on to him, but I really can't stand the man. He, I'm pretty sure he's a cool dude, but for some reason, he just rubs me the wrong way. He was trying to get the uh, the skateboarding like division for Puma uh, off the ground, and apparently it was going good. There was some the promise to the shoes. I think there was a few out there on the market, like maybe two pairs you could buy that were for skateboarding. Or you know what it was? No, the, the suede, the Puma suede were like, they were doing fine at skateboarding shoes, but they were trying to develop develop them better. But apparently just one day it, they up and shut it down. And, you know, but it's not their fault. It, it's a tough market to get into. There's so many core skate shoes. Nike, Adidas, and Cons now kind of run that market share. Uh, Vans is always a staple. I mean, they, they'll always be a staple, so it's not a problem. Um, then you have, uh, I think that was it, man. I think those were the only companies i can think of that i think i i know jokingly i said it but i think sketchers was actually considering but dude you're fucking out of your mind if you think some you know somebody's gonna skate some sketches but i get it that's what they said about nike and look where it is now so we're moving on though a6 and skateboarding you're all right good shit um travis scott performing at the pyramids of giza oh why though you know what I mean? Like, this guy, he just can't... Travis Scott can't just perform somewhere. You know? He just can't, like, hey, what's up? I'm going to have a stage. I'll be performing. No, 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 no. You know, it's got to be a whole fucking carnival festival. Enter my mouth my through my golden head where people are like... Dude, my favorite was during that whole tragedy of it all. TikTokers are like, guys, Travis Scott is, is symbolizing sacrifice. And look, and it's always somebody who's fucking like like they're not like they're not speaking clear english they're always like guys let me tell you bro travis scott d- look at his head bro he wants people to go inside his head and like he sacrificed him he's eating them bro and it's like what where are you from man and so um so now he's performing at the pyramids of giza which i'm fully i'm fully ready for that concert to make so much noise and let's do this like early 2000s movie style where he creates such a rumble, dude, that he awakens something in that in those pyramids, bro. And that night, you know, will be the fateful night of the 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 world being taken over by this uh, creature that was uh, put to slumber many years ago. Which then Travis Scott's uh, song "Goosebumps" will then awaken this creature, and we will have the new hell on earth. So, you know, not a good idea, Travis, to be performing at the pyramids of Giza because you're about to awaken, you know, the um, the apocalypse monster, but. Fuck it, dude. You know, he's trying to he's trying to be different, I guess. He's trying to go to this place and be like, I performed at the Pyramids of Giza. By the way, do you buy a ticket for the show and then you have to buy a ticket to, the, to fucking Egypt? Like, if you're a fan, 
Like, I thought Blink was fucking crazy for these tickets, dude. No, it's... Now Now they're expecting you to fucking fly across the world to see them. They're like, nah, yeah, for sure. Like, empty your life savings for your boy. You feel me? Like, you know, it's like, god damn it, dude. Just fucking put on a show. Why does he got I get it. He's dropping this Utopia album. By the way, he should have called it Fruitopia. Um, I thought it was a definite miss on on opportunity to bring back such a delicious drink. I mean, if Doja Cat can bring back the Mexican pizza, why can't Travis Scott bring back Fruitopia? And that's why I will not listen to this album. I'll boycott this album because he had an opportunity to bring back Fruitopia and he wasted it on his chance to make more millions. Travis Scott, I'm ashamed of you, sir. Anyways, um, and then Nike, I guess they're going to release a shoe that day, whatever. I don't know. Nike's giving away like 23 free trips. Oh, how convenient. 23 free trips. Michael Jordan, 23. Michael Jordan shoe. All good. Anyways, um, to, to go see him in concert, they're giving away those trips. And, of course, if you want to enter, you go to www.cthulhuawakens. Then I, Travis Scott performs in Egypt.com. And uh, enter for your chance to get a free trip to Egypt. You have to go see Travis Scott when you could just, I don't know, not. But, yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that... Uh, how uh, you know Travis Scott's music will awaken the uh, the long time buried away like monster of of the past. We'll see. Anyways, the last topic dude, before I get out of here, um, I didn't understand. I saw this story the day we were at Blink, and I was kind of like you know. And I always I, I feel like when I go on vacation, and I'm about to take a dump in a hotel room, and I open up my phone. I I feel like it's the most weirdest news i see like when i'm at home i get fairly decent news somebody died somebody got arrested you know but this this one was like why did this need to be news okay and i get it people like complex hype beast ign comic whatever whoever these people are that report on it these are like e right i don't follow e but i'm assuming e picked up the story because why the fuck wouldn't they the story was that jonah hill's girlfriend was trying to portray him as a misogynist like asshole but i'm pissed because if he is that why is anybody fucking reporting on it guy it's not illegal to be a misogynist asshole you can do that there's no laws against you being a misogynist asshole you can just break up with him and that will be it but of course mr hill's famous right People love Jonah Hill. He's in Moneyball. I mean, straight up, I, I see no wrong Jonah Hill can do because of Moneyball. You watch Moneyball, not really because of Jonah, but because he was attached to it. I mean, you know, super good. I mean, super bad, too. I mean, wait, sorry, not the movie. Talk about. Okay. Because there's a movie called Super Bad. <laughs> I'm saying because of Super Bad, Jonah Hill gets a pass, too, with a lot of people. The dude's made some really good, some really good films, and he's been a part of like a a, a wide cast of like an era's movies. So, so this girlfriend tries to expose him and and make him out to be this like really shitty dude. But I'm like, look, he didn't want you wearing a bikini at the beach, even though you're a pro am semi pro surfer, whatever that means. You surf and you wear a bikini at the beach. Maybe you do some modeling. Okay. But if Jonah, like, what she was trying to say was that, like, Jonah was being an ass and not letting her do stuff. Again, this is all your shit. Like, and I feel like it's not being really picked up, which is good, because it's really nothing. 
they're just having a relationship spout online, but because she keeps posting them. And I think Jonah at one time, uh, I think he posted his shit to get back at her, which is great. And somehow Frankie Muniz is in this, like, like if, like she spent the night at Frankie Muniz's house, dude, I mean, fuck. Malcolm really in that middle then. What? <laughs> I had to do it, dude. I had to make that joke, you know? Uh, so, <laughs> either Frankie Muniz will text Jonah Hill like, bro, Malcolm's really in the middle now. <laughs> oh, my God. Such a stupid joke. If you didn't laugh at that, I'm sorry you don't know comedy. And um, so, uh, fucking, yeah, dude, like, they're just having a relationship like fight and but this bitch decides that it's it's worthy of trying to get him canceled or something i'm like no dude like fucking who cares like dude there's way worse shit happening and way worse people doing that shit this is nothing you just nobody's gonna be on your side nobody knows you we all know jonah you know what i mean accepted you know uh what 40 year old virgin cameo (laughs) knocked up for sure in that one I do, I mean, his performance in Forgetting Sarah Marshall fucking gives all forgiveness, too, besides Moneyball. This is way before Moneyball, you know what I mean? You know, he did Wolf of Wall Street, get the fuck out of here. Like, look, I assume every celebrity either has a bad day, a bad week, just like anybody else. The difference is they go public, right? If somebody, if somebody uh, video records them or audio records them having a bad day, I don't. I don't give any attention to that. I go, this person was having a bad day and they happen to be famous and people are trying to put their bad days up on uh, a pedestal so people could see and, and, and I don't know, think differently of them. Dude, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, man's was just living his life. And the fact that she tried to put it on there, I think is fucking, I think it's bullshit. And, you know, hopefully nothing comes from it because it's nothing. It's just a fight. They need to handle that shit like secretly and separately. Like, but of course, of course you know, she wanted to probably expose him but you know hopefully he takes her to court and amber fucking herds her you know what i mean like make her <laughs> owe him eight million dollars or something but um and that is the end of the podcast man that little that is the end of this week's pod um i appreciate you listening um and uh wherever you listen to this man if you're listening to this on uh, any platform give it a like subscribe whatever you got to do to it I know that uh, I've said it before, but there's a little question box thing at the bottom of the Spotify thing. If you liked the episode, let me know. If you didn't, it's all good, too. Whatever it is, man. Well, look, that's it for me, and I'll see you guys next week. Later.